The Dave Nemo Show and Pod Wheels, powered by Radio Nemo, traveled on-site to Columbus, Ohio for the 2023 National Truck Driving and National Step Van Championships hosted by the American Trucking Associations. This is a special podcast series highlighting the people and happenings of NTDC 2023. Now let's take you to more of our coverage from NTDC 2023. Hey, it's Greg Thompson from Pod Wheels once again, and one of the folks that we wanted to make sure that you got a chance to meet through our NTDC 2023 coverage was Lisa Steed. She's got a very interesting story before she stepped in to the step van and then got into the competition, which led her to become the Utah State Champion in step vans. She was a Utah State Trooper, and she also saved someone's life. Here's our conversation. Lisa Steed joins us now on the floor of the National Truck Driving and National Step Van Driving Championships because you are the state champion from Utah in step vans. Wonderful to have you here. Congratulations on being part of the national champion group. How's your experience been at NTDC so far? Oh, well, thanks for having me. It's been awesome. This is an experience I never thought I'd be a part of. I've learned a lot and it's been a lot of fun. So I take that to be that you're a rookie here? Rookie, rookie, yeah. First time ever competing in the state and was fortunate enough to win the state and make it to nationals. That doesn't happen that often. No, I don't think it does. (laughs) Tell us about that. First of all, I know FedEx Ground, I know FedEx in general really has a strong program encouraging folks to look at state competitions, aspire to come to nationals. What spoke to you? say, hey, I want to try this. Well, every year, FedEx personnel have came and asked us to compete, and for whatever reason, every year I said no. And this year, I don't know, for whatever reason, I decided to jump in the ring and try it out, and worked out well. <laughs> <laughs> what were your expectations coming in? Well, I told my business partner once I decided to do it, I told her I wasn't just coming to do it. If we were going to do it, we were going to go all in. (laughs) So we took the time, we purchased the obstacle book from ATA so we could set up the different courses in the parking lot at FedEx. We practiced, came down on several Sundays to practice and got some practice tests from station personnel and went all in. So tell us a little bit about your daily life out there as a step van driver because I've been in the trucking industry for 25 years. My experience has been mostly a sleeper cab with a big square box, truckload, and you hear about car haul. What is a step van and what do you do? It's basically a big box of aluminum on wheels. It has shells inside where we can put all of the packages in. Typically, when a driver goes out every day, they probably are going out with 150 stops, 200 packages in their truck. And nowadays, the packages are getting bigger and bigger, so it's harder to fill them. But yeah, it's just a one-stop, get your package delivered to the right door, and be safe doing it. So you're that last mile of delivery, right? We are, yeah. Wow, okay. And when you think about the Amazon effect, that everybody ordering, and then the pandemic made it even more crazy, yeah. So tell me about being a part of the industry and knowing that what's in your truck is going in people's homes. We talk about the supply chain all the time. You're the last link in it. We are, and every day you don't know what you're delivering. I mean, we're delivering medication to people who need it, that some people don't have the capability of going out and driving and picking up their medication, so we're delivering stuff that they desperately need. Some things are important birthday gifts that we're delivering, and you never know what it is, but unlike the mailman who's bringing the bills, customers like to see us because we're bringing them a good surprise. (laughs) 
because <laughs> they've already paid for it. Exactly. The step van is the one vehicle here, as I'm looking at the course, that doesn't bend. Is that correct? It is. Yeah, just a straight shot. Yeah. Okay. So, what types of challenges are out there on the driving course for the step van? Every truck out here is bending except for that. Do they call them ice cream trucks? Is that what? Yeah, yeah. ice cream trucks. Yeah, I think it also has an advantage too. I mean, our truck's a lot smaller than these big guys out here, and it's crazy that all of us compete on the same course and we're in a much smaller truck. But yeah, some of the angles we can't turn quite as sharp as some of the big rigs can. But I think we have the advantage in the space because it takes them a lot longer area to make some of the turns where it's not quite as bad for us. Talk about, I win the state, and now I'm going to Nationals. Now see this big smile on your face. <laughs> so when you walked in and you're getting to hear speeches from Chris Spear, meeting all these folks, you're getting together with all these folks from FedEx, folks that have been doing this for many, many years, getting here multiple years. Tell us what that experience has been like for you. When I came in, obviously super excited and nervous at the same time. There's all these veteran drivers that have a lot more experience. But FedEx puts on a 4C competition where we get together. It's crazy. We're here at this competition, but all the veteran drivers are more than willing to help all of us rookies out. They're always passing on little information to help us. I mean, even yesterday when I competed, before I competed, there was veteran drivers coming up and giving me tips. Remember this, remember that. Really, the veterans have just taken us rookies under their wings and are passing it, paying it forward and helping us through the process, and it's been awesome. What's the most valuable piece of advice that you've gotten over the last couple of days here? Really, it's just been enjoy it and have fun. It's your first year, take it in, enjoy it. I mean, the biggest thing for all of us is we've at least made it the entire last year accident-free. And that's not just on our end, that's even other people crashing into us. That and the fact that you're state champion because there's only 122 total competitors in this whole thing. There were over 5,000 professional drivers who entered state competitions nationwide. I'm terrible at math, so don't ask <laughs> me what the percent is, but a finite number of people is a very select group, a very accomplished group. Yeah, really, I'm just fortunate to be one of them, especially my first year competing, and I'm so, happy for it. So how long have you been in the industry? 11 years. What spoke to you about getting into this industry and driving a step -down? So it's kind of a fluke thing. A friend of mine happened to see some FedEx routes for sale. Said, hey, let's take this opportunity to come into contracted service providers for FedEx. So we're actually a co-ownership, a friend of mine, and we came into FedEx. I run the day-to-day -day operations. We've learned a lot. We've learned how to be small business owners, and we've learned how to drive the big trucks at the exact same time. So prior to this, what were you doing? I was actually a highway patrolman for the state of Utah. Wow, okay, so let's talk about that. How many years did you do Ten that? Ten years. Ten years. And my brother-in-law is a state trooper in the state of Tennessee, so I know a little bit about <laughs> the pressures and all of that. So what did you learn as a state trooper that's helped you in this role? I think a big thing is patience with drivers. There's a lot of traffic on the roads. I actually got a lot of training as a trooper in safe vehicle operations. We trained on wet roads, icy roads, at high speeds. So I got a lot of practice there and could just bring it on into the truck industry and continue to be safe. So as a trooper, did you ever pull over a big rig? Yes, I've pulled over some big rigs. <laughs> okay. So as a former trooper, you know what not to do 
Exactly. What helped coming over on the safety equipment. You knew which type of safety equipment needed to be in line to be going down the road. Well, you know, not very far from here, they have the National CDE yes. competition going on. And the CDE and the NPDC collectively get together and have the awards banquet. So you may see some folks from Utah. Yeah, there might be some there, yeah. You were in law enforcement and you were looking for a change. Here's this opportunity in the trucking industry. What were you expecting coming into it? And what's been the reality? Well, I think coming into it, there was a big learning curve, not only the trucking industry itself, but being small business owners as well. We had a lot to learn. We basically just talked to a lot of other contracted service providers to learn a lot. We've done a lot of learning the hard way on certain things, but as a whole, I'm here for another 10 years, so I wouldn't change anything. It's been a great opportunity for us to be a provider for FedEx, and we have great employees. It's been great. Not only are you a business owner, you're a woman business owner, and there's just not that many women business owners in the trucking industry. What can you tell me about that experience and the fact that when I look at you, you're kind of a trailblazer in a lot of ways. <laughs> yeah, I guess in kind of way we are. Our terminal, there was actually another woman that used to be there. She's since retired, but we're the only women's service providers there as of now. But it's been great. FedEx has been great to work with. The other contractors have been great. We haven't had any pushback, and they've all been willing to help us and teach us along the way, so it's been great. I had an opportunity to see your bio here before we sat down, and I made a note of this. You have won a humanitarian award from FedEx, and you were involved in a very serious situation. You helped somebody. Talk to us about that. Yeah, I just happened to be delivering at a local mall that we deliver to in Farmington, Utah. And as I got out of my vehicle, I could hear a child just screaming at the top of his lungs. It's a scream I'll never forget the rest of my life. I mean, he's a couple hundred yards away. There were some other vehicles at the parking lot, so I didn't really know what was going on. But I ran over there because it was obviously something was happening. And when I got over there, his mom was laying on the ground. She was unconscious and not breathing. There was a couple bystanders standing around. Having my previous experience, I knew exactly what I needed to do. I told the bystanders to call 911 and check for a pulse, check for the breathing, and immediately started CPR. There was another individual that was there as well. It happened to be during COVID, so of course we didn't want to do the mouth-to-mouth. -mouth. So I did chest compressions while the other bystander, he put a phone up to the lady's nose to watch for her to start breathing. It's funny because the sheriff's department's actually across the street, but it seemed like it took forever for that ambulance to come. Did chest compressions for a long time, it seemed at least. And right as the ambulance was showing up, she actually started breathing for us. She never really gained consciousness, but she started breathing. I was able to contact the fire department the following day, and they did say that the hospital, she had made a full recovery and made it, so yeah. She was literally dead. She was, yeah. So I'm thinking your law enforcement training probably helped you in that situation, but had you ever been in that situation where you had to? Actually, provide? as a trooper, I provided did CPR once as well. I had one other opportunity, so that definitely helped me out. People drive this course and they nail it like, yes. That's a wonderful feeling. It's like scoring a touchdown in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Bringing somebody back to life. How did you feel? She never really came back conscious. 
So after we did it, we didn't know for sure if we had really saved her at the time. And at the time, your adrenaline is just pumping so much. You're just exhausted and it's a whirlwind. But no, the next day when I found out that she had made it, you couldn't feel any better. Like, super thankful I was there to help her out that day. I'm sure if I wasn't there, somebody else would have stepped in and did it. But I'm just grateful that I knew CPR, I knew what to do, and was able to help her. Did you get an opportunity to see her? No, no, I never met her. So, to be recognized by your company for that action, what did that mean to you? No, that was super special. I got a nice trophy for it. Super grateful for them for recognizing it. It was, it was awesome. And when did this happen? Right at the beginning of COVID, so December. So what was that, December of 20, I think, or 19? When you got into trucking, you didn't realize how much it was going to change your life. Oh, no, not at all. I was there to deliver 50 boxes to Nike that day, and this just happened in the middle of it. The thing about it is here, you entered the state competition. There has been one other rookie rookie to win a grand championship. I'm oh. thinking big, and he did it in the state of Utah. Now, he's from Kentucky, Wayne Crowder, but he was in Salt Lake when he did it. So are you still kind of pinching yourself that you're here, that you're competing? That all of this is happening? I am. Even when I won the state, I was shocked. Like, by no means did I think I was going to win the state and to be here and to learn all that I've learned. Yeah, it's been amazing. Thanks for spending part of your day with Pod Wheels, powered by Radio Nemo's coverage of NTDC 2023. Check back with us on podwheels.com for more of our podcast features as we work to take you inside the championship event. You can also keep up with all the episodes of this special event series by subscribing to this podcast. Just search National Truck Driving Championships and hit subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.